Hello. Oh, that was awful. I have to start that again because I've just pushed my microphone over. Hello and welcome to episode six of my podcast. Today's episode is about off season, which for people that don't compete is also known as like a, gro- a growth season or a bulk or an improvement season. And I'll be chatting with Alex Regan about that as she is currently in her um, off season now. She's just finished her competitive season for this year and has been in an off season before. I've never actually officially done a bulk um, and I'll discuss that later in the podcast. So it'd be nice to have some um, thoughts on it from someone who has already done a off season period before and is currently in one. So I'll call her in a sec and then we'll get started. Hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm great. I'm good. I'm just eating, so I'm in a good mood. Uh, always. Yeah. So um, obviously, <laughs> Alex on a lot more food than me at the moment. So. Oh my gosh! Well, it was supposed to. So it was supposed to go up on Monday when I checked in with Rosie, but I literally I was so ill the whole weekend that I. Basically, I was put on rest day food, and then she was like, "Let's just get you back to training." Oh. But so then we'll up it on Friday. So I was like, "I woke up this morning, and I was lighter." And I'm like, "This isn't supposed to happen." <laughs> That's so what my first question like big, actually is: What you're doing at the moment? So, like, what are your sort of situations around training and like periods, off season prep, etc.? So right now, I'm in a. Off season slash improvement season, whichever you want to call it, I call it either. I just, I you know, people well, for people that aren't competing, obviously it is bulk, yeah. bulk season or growth season. Yeah. So right now, um, right now I'm reverse dieting, which I mean is in some ways more difficult than I feel. I I kind of perceive prep as because at least with prep you've got like you've got an end goal you've got like a countdown you're like oh 30 days yeah. 29 days 29 days today <laughs> is it yeah oh it my is. God. Yeah, actually, <laughs> I thought it was coming up it's like oh god and then you get into single digits and it's like we get into the teens and it's like I've literally got like two weeks yeah I definitely actually but, think reverse starting is such a good point as well because I completely forgot that there's always that period and so many girls competing and otherwise like most general life some people don't really think that they need to reverse um so like reverse dieting is after a period of dieting you slowly build the calories back up slowly decrease the expenditure and it sort of just allows your body to adjust naturally without being like oh my god what the fuck has happened to you recently um so it's really important because i know so many girls are really struggling with the off season uh, going into an off season and not having a show to work towards yeah so i i was supposed to have a couple of shows to work towards um so going back in like december i was like yeah i'm gonna have this massive uh like almost like a rolling i was just basically initially i was going to be peaking for seven weeks just like having show after show after show after show through like i think it was like may through to like late july um and then basically when i was I think eight weeks out, we were like, oh, shit, like, your legs are a bit, they're not coming in. That, well, I mean, they're not, like, you know, they're not disappearing. They're kind of, they're, they're here. They're loud and proud. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> we were like, maybe maybe we should 
should try and do wellness and just get their feedback. Um, so I did, and they said, basically, my judge's feedback was way better suited to wellness um, unless I was, you know, committed to losing a lot of muscle mass um, on my lower half, uh, which I wasn't willing to do. <laughs> no, yeah, it doesn't. I wasn't like, willing to fight my genetics. It's hard because so. even if you did want to do that, you train so hard. Like it would be so, it would ruin the reason why you compete because you wouldn't be able to train the way you actually enjoy. Yeah, and it would ruin. It would ruin my improvement season. Yeah, you know, because you'd be like decreasing, not improve. Yeah, it'd be difficult to have an improvement season if you're trying to lose what you've worked so hard for. Yeah, especially since I feel like in an improvement season, you've got to change your mindset to you know we're not dieting down we're not trying to get to a certain percentage of body fat we're not Mm -hmm. trying to in improvement season I kind of think you're not trying to well I don't try and look a certain way yeah I kind of switch it and I think I just want to get as strong as possible and I just want to like keep improving strength wise um and I feel like that's the way that you can look at it. Because if, you, if you're waking up and you're looking in the mirror and you're thinking, I'm just getting fat here. Yeah. You're not... <laughs> like, yeah. You're just not going to enjoy it. You're just going to be like, I'm literally, I'm getting fat. Everyone was telling me, oh, you look amazing. You're so lean, which everyone will tell you, especially after, at, like coming up to your first show because people have never seen you like that before. Even, like so people are like oh my fucking god like what's happened to sophie she's got like mm-hmm. she's got things and then and in off season like, they're like who ate sophie <laughs> yeah people are like people are like oh my god i've never i've never seen you like this before mm-hmm. like and then they and then they start to think oh my god how much more have you got to lose like mm-hmm. you've changed so much surely and then and then people are like you're ready you're ready and i'm like i'm not yeah. I'm, I'm three weeks out uh-huh. i'm not ready I do feel like with the off season as well, it's like, because people, you, you, in my head, like right now in the gym normally, I'm wearing baggy toes and like people aren't going to know like why I'm training so hard, why I'm doing it. So they don't know. So in off season, I'm worried that they think she just is fat. Like, and I know that that shouldn't matter what they think, but like you think I'm trying to get bigger. So obviously there's going to, it's going to come with fat. You know that, but you're going to think everyone's going to think that I'm fat. Like, and it just stresses me out because I've worked so hard all my life like training wise to not be a certain way I've never ever done a bulk because I've always been scared to have the extra weight I've never done it before ever yeah I'd I'd never done I'd never done a bulk or like a proper improvement season I literally I jumped into my first show um just basically completely blind I did a I did a I did a body recomp and didn't realise I did a body recomp until I'd done it. And my <laughs> my coach put a post up and she's been like, Alex has just done a body recomp. <laughs> and I was like, this is my first coach, okay? This is this is not Rosie. Yeah, Rosie me, me and Alex you. have the same have the same coach as yeah. well as me and Ellie. It's just yeah, <laughs> me and Safe now have the same coach. It's just it's just great. But I I didn't realise because I was like, I'd never I just didn't ask her if she mm-hmm. if she'd have told me Alex to be ready for stage you've got to, you've got to do handstands in the garden and eat grass at the same time <laughs> I would have done it and I just would have asked no questions yeah whereas like with Rosie she's like okay so we're doing this because 
and we'll tell you why Mm -hmm. you have to do it. It should be like, okay, so we're pulling cardio out now because you're clearly stressed. And she'll she'll tell you exactly why. But I can't even remember what I was talking about. I do this so much. No, I've lost you again. <laughs> I think it's like mindset, but, uh, like being bigger. Oh, yeah, that was, yeah. And like feeling it. bigger. Yeah. So like, um, that was what I was saying. Improvement season. I just feel like for me, I just have to change my mindset to like, you have to kind of think to yourself, my worth is not my body fat percentage. Mm-hmm. My worth is my body composition. I'm like not, yeah, on on stage, yeah, you're you're marked for like how lean you are. Um, but to be fair, lean is only a certain part of it because if you were to just diet down your average person to just being so so lean, their body shape is not going to be there. Yeah, there's so much They're, more to consider, isn't there, than just being... And also, it's not even just the body, it's your posing and everything. Like, you could be the exactly. leanest person ever, have shit posing, and the judges aren't going to pick you because they they didn't see it. Yeah. Like, for my first competition, um, which got cancelled at 18 days out, thanks, Rona. <laughs> um, <laughs> Thank you. But um, I look back at those pictures and I'm like, shit. Oh, sorry, am I... Am I allowed to yeah, swear? Yeah, I have to tick the explicit box, but it's fine. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, God. Like, I just really, I really wasn't ready. Mm. I was not ready. I looked so scrawny. I didn't know how to train. I literally just got shredded. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't have, the, like, the muscle mass. I, I looked like a first-timer. Mm-hmm. Like, with you, you don't look like a first timer do you know what I mean there are first timers that go on and you think oh my god you've literally done you've literally done 12 weeks of dieting I okay you're shredded but you have no muscle Mm -hmm. which is what you're marked on like just as much everything is so it's all about a balance like is your posing on which I love first timers it's great to see that a lot of first timers now yeah. are so much better at posing because like it you realise how important it is. Mm-hmm. And also if you have like if you're lacking like the glutes, if you pose a good way, like, you, your glutes don't look like they're not there. Yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah, if um if you pose the right way, like, your glutes look fuller, they look better. Or you could have loads of glutes. I've seen a picture the other day and someone was walking, obviously not saying who it was, but they were walking their, towards their eye walk and they didn't have any glutes. But in the posing, they were amazing because they didn't ha- keep it in the walk. They didn't have their glutes lifted up. I was like, it's just crazy how much posing actually really does influence your physique on stage. Which again, yeah. isn't, isn't to do with off season, but... Um, you know (laughs) yeah I just think like and especially when you're coming up to a competition um posing every day Mm. like I was posing so much coming up to the show that I just did and then even on stage like I did the routine but I just think so many girls I think if you keep doing the routine then you don't need to keep practicing it backstage and you're not going to no, stress yeah. yourself out when you when you stumble backstage because you're nervous. Mm-hmm. If you've been doing it and doing it and doing it and doing it, it's just, it's like making a cup of tea. 
Yeah, you read a cup of tea so many times, like it's hard. It's it's going to be difficult to fuck it up. Yeah, I know what you mean. And it's like I pose every day, and now like I don't even think about it. And this morning I was posing. I from my back pose in two bro style. I'd turn around and then I'd do. Um, my PCA posing and I was like what the fuck is wrong with me today like I've just mixed yeah. two together and I was like I just need to focus on PCA right now because imagine I get on that PCA stage and do the NPC style posing I was like I'd literally oh die of embarrassment but I think in off season it's nice to not like to still obviously pose but it's it's def- definitely gonna be hard to not get in your head like I definitely don't look like this when I'm posing in prep yeah so I I kind of it's really weird so and Rosie will tell you this as well. For mm. some reason, right before bed, no, after I work out, my whole body just goes, mm-hmm. and it's like my whole body is just stressed. I don't know what it is. Like I blow. It doesn't matter how long I wait to do my post workout meal. My body is just under so much stress, and I'll blow after every meal after I worked out. Um. Well, yeah, after I've trained. And so, like, before I went to bed, I kind of, you kind of, I would literally be there in my brown pants and just posing in the mirror. And I'm like, look, just, if you can get it right and you feel all right with it when you're literally looking like Father Christmas right now, like, this massive, this, like, blow. Um, And I was just like, okay, if it looks all right now, it's going to look even better in the morning. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, come the morning, and Rosie's like, you say you're bloated, and you're literally never bloated. I'm like, I swear to you. How weird. I'm, I'm not lying. I'm not lying. This last week, I've been the exact same. Like, in the evenings, also, I try and drink my three litres of water in the like the morning, and then I have probably a bit more because I'm thirsty. And like I have a monster probably in training. And then I get at the end of the day, I'm like, oh my God, I'm just massive. And I'm like poking my belly and it's just hard. And I'm like, I literally look pregnant. I look like five weeks pregnant, not five weeks out. Do you know what I mean? I was like, oh my God. <laughs> and I text Rosie, I was like, I'm so bloated. She's like, well, you're probably not that bad. I was like, no, Rosie, I'm really bloated. And like in the morning, it's literally gone. And I'm like, always before check-in, I'm like, this is not going to be a good check-in. They're going to take all of my food. And then I get up and I'm like, where did all these lines come from? It's so weird. It's so yeah. weird. Well, no, for me, I feel like I feel like you look for foods that are more satiating. Mm-hmm. Like when you is that the right word? I feel like yeah. it is. I mean, I say it that way. I say satiety. <laughs> but I mean, I also word. say ibuprofen, and everyone's like, "What?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it is ibuprofen? Yeah, but that's fine. <laughs> uh, but like, like I look for foods like it'll be it'll be like a hundred grams of veggies, and say instead of going for like green beans i'd go for like broccoli because it looks like it's more because it's all flowery do you know what i mean yeah it's yeah. stuff stuff like that to make you feel like you're eating more but then i'm like that's bigger volume so no wonder i'm freaking bloated mm, no i do the same like i like foods that are like make me feel like i'm full and the same with if my diet changes i won't go this is what it was last week was this today i literally just make what it is now because if i think last week i had 100 grams of potato with this i'll then think i'm hungry when i'm not like i just think i'm lacking something just because it's been taken away and i'm aware that it's been taken away so i literally just don't compare them Uh, no so like for me i would change my bowls on prep (laughs) (laughs) Uh-huh. No, I, like, I have I have a specific 
I have a specific eight bowl. I still do. And I have specific cutlery that I have to eat with. Um, I think I might have minor OCD. But like, Rose has got a prep spoon as well, and I like now this. Like, since we've been five weeks out, I eat all of my meals with a teaspoon because I feel like it takes me longer, and then I'm hungry. I look less hungry because I'm like, it took like half an hour to eat this bowl of mince. I'm using a tiny teaspoon. Yeah. No, I I still do that, but I still do that with my oats. But I use normal size cutlery for everything else. <laughs> <laughs> so is your food um, like you're still in reverse? So it is not. Is it like massively different to like your prep food, or is it just like being really slow increase? Yeah, it feels slow, but I feel like that's just because it always it always feels slow and then the, and then the thick of an improvement season always like flies by mm-hmm. and it's just like a massive blur of eating and training and grunting in the gym and like but it's just it's a nice it's a nice feeling because you you get to spend the time with of course you can spend time with your family and your friends like mm-hmm. when you're on prep like yeah. that's what someone who's good at the sport can do yeah you know you're good at balancing it you know you make time for everyone um but obviously everyone knows that you can't give them all of your time because you have priorities and mm-hmm. i feel like people tend to when you're new to the sport people tend to appreciate the fact that you not neglected them but you've obviously you've you have your priorities they respect it and it can be annoying after you've done your first show and they're like oh my god like that was incredible you looked incredible yeah like all these other people like my boyfriend oh my first prep I broke up with him and like and I was like this is awful I hate prep this is like and it was like and I just took I just took it out on him and it just so wasn't fair um but, um, yeah, we got back together shortly after. Because <laughs> I was like, I have just been a dick. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, so we got back together. And then uh, coming up to this show that I just did, he was like, you're not going to turn on me, Alex, are you? You're not going to turn on me. <laughs> he was like, no. And then he watched the show um, back at home with my mum and dad. Because um, he wasn't able to come. But, Thanks, COVID. Uh, and he was like, oh, my God, that is just not what I thought it was. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, that's just not what I thought it was going to be like. And then he was getting into it. He's like, did you see the women who were in, like, physique? Did you see them? They were massive. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just like... <laughs> he was like, but you're not going to be like that, are you, Alex? <laughs> and I was like, I know, I agree, they're massive. They're, like, absolutely wham. Mm-hmm. And I was like, but no, like I'm happy. I feel like I found my feet in wellness and I just want to like kind of strap in for the ride now. Yeah, I feel like you you've dipped your toe in now, so it's time to make a splash next time. Yeah. Sure. Like you've you've had a go and now you're like definitely sure that's the direction you're heading in. Because obviously you were in bikini and wellness last time. It's yeah. nice to not have that like doubt and not to know you've made the right decision now and now you can just go full pelt ahead and absolutely smash the shit out of leg day every fucking day. Yeah, well, it's like four leg day. Yeah, literally. <laughs> I feel crazy. like with the two brain show, I have my armbands on with wellness and now I'm just ready to be like freaking Rhea Gale or like 
like it's Sylvester, just fucking uh, the just massive diver, it. just go head first mm-hmm. and just be like into wellness and just like basically give it all I've got. Mm-hmm. But yeah. <laughs> in your last off season or bulk whatever improvement season did you find anything particularly difficult to cope with um i feel like in an off season people oh yeah definitely um so in an off season or improvement season or whatever you want to call it um so i was eating like biscoff and what i am now um and like quite a lot of food like a lot of mm-hmm. food like over 3000 easy um i think it was maybe like 3500 i don't know i don't know it must have been around that yeah huh. um at the peak of it with like no cardio um and i was just like eating and eating and eating and then my family would be like oh do you want this mm-hmm. like offering you food and you're like no because like (laughs) you're like i've got to stick to this plan and they're like but you've just eaten biscuits you've just eaten chocolate and i'm like yeah but that's because that's been accounted for yeah like i can't well not i can't have it because i probably because i probably could if i told rosie yeah because i'm so far out of competition um, it wouldn't be it wouldn't make it completely like obviously four weeks out you can't just have whatever but in an off season yeah, I feel like it would it, it wouldn't be like you've got time like you've got time mm-hmm. and you you're can like, make up for out, like you've got time to burn off a brownie do you know what I mean yeah um but like and it's also important like you have that balance anyway if you're restricting yourself 24 7 all year round you're not gonna enjoy it like it isn't fair to you to be like i'm in my off season and i still have to say no to everything that people are offering like um i freaked out (laughs) i freaked out i think it maybe have been last week or the week before (laughs) i had like a girly night with my friend and i was like oh my god rosie i just ate a brownie like (laughs) i just have to tell you otherwise it's just gonna eat me alive yeah alex <laughs> Chill out. <Yeah. laughs> not. She's like, it's not that big of a deal. Yeah. And I was like, okay. Oh my god. Oh my god. Yeah. No. But I, I have to tell you. <laughs> I'm sorry, mom. Yeah, you literally feel like you had to tell everything. But um, but yeah, no, it's okay. I always feel like adherence. Like people probably feel like it's not 100 percent adherence all the time. Like, do you find it harder to adhere in an off season to your diet than you do in prep? I find it harder to not adhere. I think because you for need the reasons, sa- the I just here. like for what I just said. Like, mm-hmm. I think for me, it stresses me out when I'm not on plan. Yeah. Like Rosie was quite happy to give me a couple of days post show to just be like, you know what, if you fancy this, if you fancy that, you have that. Mm-hmm. But I just like didn't. I was like Rosie get me back on plan because like i feel like it's, it's dangerous isn't it? it's a slippery slope if you have a few days it then becomes a few weeks and if you don't adhere a f- like a few days and you're like do you know what it doesn't matter i didn't make that much of a difference but it will add up obviously it won't add up immediately but it, it will show if you just keep doing it and i think once you start it's harder to stop and like your body's in such a sensitive position mm-hmm. post show yeah. like it's you know 
it's sensitive to everything because not necessarily deprived of a lot of things, but you're you are restricted. Yeah. You you do eat the same food. So if you eat something that the your body's not used to, there, yeah. your body is going to be like, "What the fuck?" Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, how long do you would you say would be a good amount? Actually, I'm just gonna stop it. How long would you say would be a good time uh, for a bulk season for a general general person that isn't competing? Oh God, I'm not one to ask. So <laughs> uh, <laughs> before my last show, I literally I came out of um, I came out of my last show no the one before last in october and i did an eight week improvement <laughs> season okay, for perspective that is literally two months like that is two months <laughs> yeah literally it, it was two months but this time it's well i didn't really want to tell anyone what show i'm doing but it's longer we're keeping, yeah. we're keeping it on the down low but it would be hold on let me count i've got to use my fingers okay that's um fine. Seven months. Seven months, yeah. Well, to be honest, like, I think if I was, wasn't was competing, I wanted to do a bulk season, which I never felt comfortable doing before. But I think if I was, I'd probably do, like, most people in the winter, like, where obviously it's Christmas and, like, everyone's eating more and it's cold, so you're wrapped up more, you're more covered up. I think I'd probably do, like, November to March or something like that, I think I'd like to do. Yeah, see, my last one was, yeah, November till, and then I competed in the April, yeah, yeah, yeah so that was mine, mm-hmm. yeah. Around winter, I think it's easier, as well, then, and it's hard I'm to say no at Christmas. season over summer. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> I was like, um, I, it's like, you kind of feel inclined to not get too fat, because yeah. you're like, all my friends are going to be in bikinis, I can't, mm-hmm. I can't rock up in a wetsuit, or like one of those you know the kids that have sunburn and their parents tell them to put a t-shirt on on holiday i was like <laughs> that's me i'm ginger <laughs> i was like i can't be that kid no, i don't want to yeah. be that kid my thoughts of this was obviously i work in a nightclub and i've just been made vip so i've got to wear a dress all the time and the girl i work with is also coached by rosie she's called ali and she has an amazing figure and she's tiny. And I was like, imagine like being in an off season. We're both in mini dresses and heels. I'm going to feel like an absolute fucking whale. And she's going to look amazing and tiny. And like, I, I'm thinking it would probably be okay because my off season plans are to do these two shows and like reverse. And I'll probably be like August, September time when I start like properly in off season. So I'll be back at uni again. So I can just hide from the world again until I come back <laughs> <laughs> next year. But oh God yeah it's so funny like i think it's so strange how different people hold body fat in different places like Mm -hmm. where do you tend to find this really stubborn for you well if i think about prep like right now i've leaned out my upper body quite quickly i'd say i'm seeing a lot more lines up there than i was before my legs don't seem to want to be um coming in like i'm literally still looking for the hamstrings and it's not not ideal. I don't I don't feel very relaxed about not being able to see my hamstrings. But I, also my lower belly as well is a bit of a bitch for that. She's coming in though. She's she's on her way in. But the legs I think are my yeah. worst. See my my body fat is like all boobage, mm. and and my rear delts are like proper. They just like they just hold fat like, and that's that's just that's just where, that's just where it goes like. My legs, I had, I could see my ties on my legs from about like, well, yeah, 
eight, seven, eight weeks out. Mm-hmm. Like, I just don't tend to hold fat on my legs, which is really weird because I hear all these, like, I listen to all these podcasts and these girls are like, yeah, you know, you can tell you lean when you can see it, when you can see your ties. And yeah. I'm like, no, because yeah. I still have boobs and I've still got fat on my body. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, that's such a man thing to, like, you know, they always seem to, that legs always seem to be quite lean and they tend to hold body fat elsewhere and I'm like I'm a man yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's it I'm just a man <laughs> I'm not in wellness anymore I'm off to the men's categories <laughs> yeah. here I go men's physique <laughs> it must be I think and- yeah definitely genetics and yeah just- like you've mm. just got you've just got to go with what and it's not even it's like the thing that annoys us are people like oh exercise selection but it's not like i could train legs and not any upper body i'd still lean out my upper body first it literally just is how my body is there's nothing you can do you still yeah. can't get rid of your hip dips it's not gonna happen things like yeah. that like it's just not don't worry about the exercise selection obviously do because it's still important but it won't help you lean out in a certain place first yeah, and Chloe Ting's ab workout is not going to work if you still have body fat. Well, the one that's like 10 days. Not, you can do, do sit-ups for two weeks straight and you are not going to see anything. Literally, I had this conversation <laughs> with my boyfriend the other day and he said, because um, I was like, I still can't, I'm waiting to see an ab come out. And I sometimes do, sometimes I don't. And he was like, oh, well, they're made in the kitchen. And I was like, they're not made in the kitchen. They're still made in the gym. They're just shown in the kitchen. Like, the kitchen just helps to reveal them. Yeah. But, like, if I kept doing setups, they're still going to be hidden under that body fat, so... But even then, like, people's abs are so different. Some people have, like, real chocolate bar abs, mm-hmm. like, equal. Mine aren't. Mine are, like, my... Well, my, I think I think it's the same with most girls. My top ones come in quite... Well, I started wearing a belt because my obliques come in. Well, my obliques are quite strong. Mm-hmm. They like I've always had like the two lines down the side. Yeah. Um, so I've started wearing a belt to try and like disengage my core a bit when I do lift heavy because obviously that's how I like to train. Um, to like try and keep my waist as small as possible. But like, definitely, it is down to genetics. Like the way your muscles look like your muscle bellies i didn't even know what muscle belly was before i started what is a muscle belly muscle belly oh my god i'm not so disclaimer if i if i completely do this wrong this is just what some bloke on instagram <laughs> told me muscle belly is after he told me that i had good ones <laughs> so basically if you look at your bicep you've got like um i'm gonna have a look at my bicep now it's like, yeah, mine aren't that big. <laughs> You've got, like, the actual muscle here. Mm. If you flex it, your muscle can look like a tennis ball, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, it's, like, a big, and then it goes long, doesn't it? It's like a bit of an oval. Yeah. Yeah. You've got that, and then you've got, I think it's, the like, the tendon. So you can have, like, a long muscle belly and short tendons, or... <laughs> It's like, <laughs> look at us looking at our biceps. <laughs> I know, I kind of wish I recorded it as well. We're Arnie and Ronnie just like... <gasps> Both are our, our biceps in Oh, God. I've never heard. I might like, Google the definition. Apparently, they prefer people with longer muscle bellies. So before I even got into the gym, I before I even got into bodybuilding, I was just in the gym and this guy was like, got really nice muscle bellies. Oh, <laughs> my like, God. Yeah, thanks. Like, grew them myself. Like, <laughs> oh my god, 
know what? I'm, not, I'm definitely going to have like, to find out about this. <laughs> and then I turned my back and I was like, Google, what is muscle belly? What is muscle belly? <laughs> Never heard of that before in my life. Uh, I said, well, you said it. I was like, I don't know if I just go along with this as another one of your weird things or just to ask what it is. <laughs> Alex is just making shit up as usual. <laughs> Alex is being complimented on her muscle bellies now. Um, so now crazy. you're just going to be like... <laughs> next time someone asks you like oh what do you do and you're like oh well my degree does nutrition yeah do you know what a muscle belly is no yeah well, I might stupid. <laughs> or like if someone says oh what are your three favorite things with me I'm like you've got really nice muscle bellies and then see how they take the compliment <laughs> you don't know what it is oh, look it up. oh well I mean where have you been on are you living under a rock you don't know what a muscle belly is oh my god <laughs> Jeez. Call yourself a gym lad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I might do that actually because someone the other day literally I, I couldn't pull obviously it'd been locked down so that the machines weren't used and I couldn't get it's like where you adjust the pins to make it your height and I couldn't yeah. get it out for life for me it was stuck. and I was using both arms and I was like I was like, I don't care if I go flying back but as long as I get it out and I was like I couldn't do it so I asked this boy it was like 17 and I was like can you help me and he was like oh you obviously don't train arms and I was like Joe, I can't be asked to retort because I'm in prep I'm tired <laughs> I'm not in the mood for this shit joke that you've come out with. And then he struggled with it and I was like, do you train arms? Do you train arms? Because you clearly don't. And then he got it in the end and it was fine. I said, thank you. And then the other day I couldn't get a barbell out of the barbell box with all the spare stuff in it because someone had put the hex bar in there and it was blocking it and it was literally wedged and I couldn't get it out. So I had to ask him again because he was there. But I felt comfortable asking him. I was like, can you get it out? And he was like, you're here every day and you still can't lift. And I was like, right, fine, do it. And he couldn't do it. And I was like, couldn't do it i was like thank because i didn't want to look like a tit and i knew that it was stuck in there so i only asked him to prove to everyone else that may have been observing that i couldn't lift it up to make sure it wasn't just the fact that i couldn't lift it up i was like if everyone else knows that he can't do it either they won't think i'm weak as fuck (laughs) (laughs) no i love that i love when you're like loading a machine with like the plates um or like yeah and someone's like oh can i help you Mm -hmm. and i'm like do you know what I can lift? Yeah. <laughs> it, is, it baffles me. Like, why? Like, why would I be loading this machine up like that if I couldn't lift the plates on to the thing? Yeah, oh. or like um, sometimes, like in the gym. I know it's gym etiquette that like you're supposed to take all your weights off, but like on something like the leg press, when like you know, no one's really doing under, say, like no one's leg pressing under 50 not on the actual like weight what like if you do the one where you put the thing the pin into the weight block thing like that doesn't matter anyway but if you're using the actual leg press you'd think that you were going to put more on then yeah exactly so like for me i'm just gonna get caned i'm just gonna get dm'd here like people being like your gym etiquette is shocking you're the reason why i don't go to the gym 50 on there like it is just a pain in the ass if you've just had some sort of like gym lad on there who was leg pressing like 400 mm-hmm. and then for he's one. there taking it all off for me to then load it with like 250 i'm like stop stop right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> literally i know i know what you mean it does wind me up people don't take weights off but only off things like the squat rack things like that i'm just like oh. yeah oh shoulder press is annoying because that's uh-huh. just like that's above my head i'm like uh, mm-hmm. I'm, like, I'm trying to lift that above my head at such an awkward angle yeah no I get you I get you but it like yeah no it does make me laugh like um just certain men in the gym that are like can I can I help you do you need any help like lifting that off the floor and I'm like 
No. I got one the other day. I was squatting on the Smith machine, and obviously, with the sumo squat on the machine, your feet are normally like more forward than they would be if you were squatting normally, because you can afford to do that because the Smith machine is literally there to whatever. And he came over and he's like, "Have you ever tried squatting with your feet on a on a block?" And I was like, "No." And he said, "Maybe you should." I was like, "Okay, but I'm fine. Like, please no. Like, I'm okay. If I wanted a block, I'd go get a block. I don't know why I'd stand on a block, but but like that's fine." next time I'll consider getting a block like and he's such a nice man like, it's really sad actually because he speaks to me every time I'm in there but um he always goes too far with the compliments but then I also feel like because he's lonely and he's told me before that he lives alone and he's got literally nothing but the gym to make him happy Aww. that I can't not speak to him but like it takes 10 minutes every single day and it creeps me out but I'm I'm there for the I can't not I can't not speak to him. I just feel so bad I'm like, I don't want to ruin his day <laughs> Yeah, I'm shocking. You either talk to me or you don't even talk to me when I'm warming up on the treadmill. So mm-hmm. I do like a five minutes to myself to get myself in the zone before I train. I'm like five minutes on the treadmill, get some good tunes going, like just get yourself in the zone. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And then it's like, don't talk to me then. Don't talk to me during my session. Mm-hmm. It's like when we FaceTimed yesterday and I was like, I've just finished. I'm all yours now. Yeah. <laughs> but like when I'm actually it's mid-set. Like, for like an hour and a half period, I'm like, or two hours sometimes, I'm like, no one talks to me. It's, but it's like I'm the same. When I'm turning on my own like, headphones on loud and like just, I don't mean to look angry because I am not angry. Like I'm fine. But like, especially when I'm you're on prep. Pain. Like, especially when you're on prep, like, you don't have the spare energy to have a conversation about, like, oh, it's a nice day, isn't it? Like, you're just like, no, I don't give a shit. Like, let's just, we're not even here to talk about the day, are we? We're, talk- we're here to lift. I don't have any energy left. I need to go home and get my squares bar. Like, we're here to lift. Yeah. <laughs> There's literally a sign in the gym Come that says on, it, people. though. Like, do, are we all here for a social? No, we're not. We aren't. No, the worst one, the worst one is, I can remember um, last, the, the, prep that I did in October um when people would talk to you on the stairs I'm mm. like now's not the time oh my god <laughs> I can't I, I'm like out of, I'm, like I was speaking to Leanne the other day from like Team Manor F and she was saying like she was voice noting me on the stairs she was like, oh sorry if I sound out of breath I'm on the stairs I was like what do you mean you're on the stairs voice noting me I'm there like <sighs> like sorry yeah. this is gonna sound awful in the, in the recording they're gonna be like oh my god she's breathing into the microphone she's like Darth Vader <laughs> I can't talk to you because I, I spoke to them the other day and I was like, I'm just breathing at them. Sweating is pouring down my eyebrows. I can't, I'm out of breath. I can't talk. Yeah, now is not the time. I did it on the cross trainer the other day and I was speaking to someone. I was on the cross trainer and I was literally out of breath trying to talk to them. So I wasn't breathing. And then when I finished talking to them, I was like, fuck me. <laughs> I was literally like... <laughs> I can't talk to you. I'm not breathing. Literally, I was talking and I talk so fast. Like I always have. So I barely breathe when I'm talking anyway. So I was talking to him. I was trying to get all this information out, literally talking so fast and not breathing. And I was like, I'm dying. I just want to breathe. But now I have to breathe, like, properly, literally breathe my whole lungs, refill them with air. And I was like, it's just going to sound awful. So I'm going to sound like I'm literally wheezing after this conversation. Yeah, so all, all first-timers, right, okay, posing, okay, train hard and um, relearn how to breathe. Yeah, <laughs> work on the breathing exercises. <laughs> Oh god, yeah. And any any day to day gym goers, just don't approach me <laughs> when I'm this close to a show. If I look angry, I, I'm angry. I love that. Do you not find you know when people do like rule posing videos? I do breathe really heavy, like mm. when I'm posing. 
but I've never, I've never come across a woman that makes the same noises <laughs> as the men when they're doing theirs. It's really like, oh yeah. I trained with Will the and other I'm day. Like, I'm not with soap. I trained with Will the other day, and obviously when I'm training, like the noises I make when I'm in pain, like it is a. Tsh- it's not a uh, or a grunt. Like, I don't grunt. I just go, like, I breathe out my mouth like that. That's what I do. And I was with Will and his mate that we were training together and the grunts and the noises. I was literally like, I've never heard these. Like, it sounds like an animal dying. I was like, yeah. I, I, I was like literally shook. Like, I knew Will was loud, but like, it was loud and it was heavy noises. And I was like, I was actually shook because I've never made any noise like that of my own mouth. Yeah, I nearly, I nearly had to like control myself. So obviously, like training at home, I had my little like shred shack. Mm-hmm. So I, so I was like able to make as much noise as I liked, play music as loud as possible. So I live in the, I live in the country. For anyone who doesn't know, <laughs> now I now live in the country. I'm just adjusting to it. Um, but yeah, like I was able to make as much noise as possible, and then getting back to the gym, I joined I joined this new gym called Trojan in Bristol. Oh my god, it's absolutely incredible! Like the environment there is insane. You've got CrossFitters, boxers, That's like so strong men, bodybuilders. You've got it all there, and like everyone just kind of gets on with their own thing. There's like really appreciative of everyone else's sports. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> But, like, they were obviously, like, grunting and, like, stuff. And so I was like, this is all right. Yeah, like, like you don't I, like, I can do it as well. So I was, like, there on the leg press, like, ah! Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing and, like, I feel. I was looking at me, I was like, this is fine. Like, about the, the, obviously, I go to the gym, which is obviously a commercial gym, and it's just full of people that are literally there recreationally or something to do while they're, like, there's loads of 16-year-olds. And I do feel like... I'm posing and I feel like no one actually has a literal clue what I'm doing. And I do feel like it's not a great environment. Like you said, like it's so important being in the right environment. And like, I can't wait to go back to Gloucester and get into a proper gym and like be normal and everyone not look at me like I'm self-obsessed when I'm posing. It's horrible. Yeah. No, the worst one is like, so in October last year, they didn't have, they didn't have the, uh, the class rooms open yeah like the yoga and stuff so i literally had to do my posing in the middle of the gym and it was like oh my that's god that's what i have like, to do as well. so embarrassing i've got these heels on mm-hmm. and people are like like what is she doing mm-hmm. what is she doing no this is the gym doesn't have studios like i'd love there to be a studio but there's not so i do have to pose and like the all the weights like the, the free weight section is behind me um so it's literally like everyone that's just training is probably thinking like who is what's she doing and i've had someone literally said to me the other day like oh what what is it that you're doing and i said i always building bikini bodybuilding and now they were like um oh i just thought you were really vain and i was like i don't get how you got to that conclusion from me doing that like if i was just stood there without the heels on like i'd probably conclude probably a stripper not vain like i wouldn't think that was an activity that i would do if i was in love with myself like yeah i get in the big mirrors but not the heels yeah (laughs) but yeah no like i feel like when you're when you go to a gym that's like quite commercial um and there isn't many people that have like done a done a comp i feel like any any commercial gym i've been to and like um 
people have been like, oh, like, do you, do you train? Are you training for something? Like, yeah. So I'd just be like, why are you shrinking? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> every time I see you get leaner. And, like, I'll say that, like, I'm a bodybuilder, um, which actually feels all right to say now. Yeah, you don't feel, feel like an imposter. When I first said it, I was like, that's weird. That mm-hmm. sounds weird. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I, I feel um, like now. Like, I feel like I can't say it till I've actually done the show. I feel like... I'm doing bodybuilding or I am a bodybuilder I can't actually say till I've completed it like because it does I feel like a fraud like I'm like oh, I'm trying to do a bodybuilding competition I'm like this just sounds weird yeah like when um when I've been to a commercial gym people just it's it's less kind of blase mm-hmm. like in the gym that I'm at now um like people are so kind and like want to get to know they're like when's your next competition yeah. like i was i was just practicing posing at the end of one of my sessions and um where the boys came up to me and he was like oh like do you want me to like properly film it so you've not got like some sort of like dodgy your phone's at like right down leg he said do you want me to film it for you and i was like it's okay it was like me <laughs> of a day just, as well i'll just keep it balanced like this <laughs> well, at least that's me and i was like to be fair like the judges is quite low anyway so like yeah. they're probably gonna see you from that angle but no, I definitely do agree. I miss being in a gym where I feel like everyone knows what we're doing and like knows you. Like I've got literally three old men friends in Aww. my gym now, and no one else really talks to me. I think I just look angry. Like I said, have they told you that? Um, mind you, don't get too muscly. No, yeah. I haven't actually had that yet. Oh wow, I I I've had a few DMs like over the past couple of months, and they're like, you're. It's usually like you know the you just get like. People the random from, yeah yeah people from all over the place and they've got some sort of like fish in their picture <laughs> or it's like they've got some sunglasses on and they're staring into the distance but they know the camera's there because they've taken a picture themselves yeah. it's like or they're like just looking out the car window they've got sunglasses like on middle-aged yeah. middle-aged men that are like um you're so beautiful, but you want to be careful you don't gain too much muscle. Yeah. I'm like, thanks, but I didn't ask for your, for your opinion, Ronaldo. Like, yeah, cheers. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I, got, I got one the other day when I was on the set machine, and it was like, your feet are beautiful, your, your feet are so beautiful. And I was like, what the fuck? What the hell? Like, what the hell? Yes, I've been building my feet. <laughs> yeah, my feet muscles. Do your feet actually get smaller? That's a question I don't know. Like, do your feet get smaller? Or like, yeah. leaner? Yeah, I mean when you you notice it i mean i might just my feet just might be fat mm. to be fair i feel like i've got really but, wide feet so i wonder if they'll get but, less wide yeah no my shoes my stage shoes fit a bit differently mm-hmm. um when i'm stage lean to when i'm like in in my improvement season Okay, that's something that we all plus, have to consider like, bigger plus feet. on show day, you're not on your feet. So your feet are like, they're yeah, swell, not. Swollen. Do you ever find that your trainers feel tighter at the end of the day? I don't really wear trainers very much. I'll just or, train in them, that's it. They wear slippers and all the rest of I, I, I read it. Well, I didn't read it. God. But I my heels when I was at work wears Prada would swell. Sex in the city. You should yeah. always go shoe shopping. Um if you're shopping for heels go shopping at night because when you're clubbing mm-hmm. you swell up. your feet swell 
So, <laughs> so tips here, guys. Yeah, tips for off season when you're clubbing and you can drink. Yeah, if you're, if you're looking for clubbing shoes, go shoe shopping at night. In Primark, they're cheap more and comfy. Primark are cheap and comfy. I did, to be fair, when I was working in Attic and VIP, I was like, I've got a size 7, even though I'm a 6, 6.5. Because I was like, I know my feet are going to swell. And I hate having like tight shoes on as well. God. See, me and Sophie are just completely so different sizes. How tall are you, Sophie? I'm like five, five ten? foot ten, yeah. Five ten. <laughs> I'm five one. I actually thought I was five foot. I was convinced I was five foot, and then my teeth broke. They're like, oh, you don't need to be measured height wise, but like, do you want to be measured? Oh, that's cool. Like, yeah, sure. So then they've, like, put this thing on my head. Well, they've, like, put me against this... <laughs> they've put me against this wall, put this thing on my head. Yeah. <laughs> but, no, they put me... they like, put the measuring thing on my head. How complicated like, do you want to down. say they measured my head? <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, did you know that you're five foot one? And I was like, oh, my God, I've grown an inch one foot. Oh, that's kind of sad, though. I kind of like that you were five foot on my dot. Yeah. It was... It was it interesting but it sad. reminded me of that brock hampton song and it's like seven o'clock on the dark <laughs> and i was like <laughs> i so spoke to rose about this the other day because obviously i was like when i'm with her like in my heels i'm gonna be like looking for her somewhere because she's five foot one as well i bludgeon where she's gonna have to bring a block to stand on for photos or anything oh no me and me and rosie the like, same height we are so she's a little bit taller than me yeah she must but, be like, a taller we, saw each other, we were like oh people <laughs> <laughs> and me and ellie but ellie's like five i think ellie's five nine five eight five ten maybe around that same sort oh of height God. as me yeah so we're the tall ones you're the small gals that's gonna be so funny is it rosie competing at the arnold's i don't know i think she might be i think there's a question she's she's doing one abroad show and she's doing a show in august so i'm not sure if she's doing the arnold's as well but, but we're going to the Arnold. We're going. So if anyone's going to the Arnold, if you haven't got your tickets, going. you suck. Lewis is going to do CrossFit there, apparently. So, oh my god! Isn't yeah, it? apparently because he's got qualifiers before, and then if he qualifies, he gets to go. So we'll go watch CrossFit. Yeah, because we're there the whole weekend, aren't we? Um, have you ever seen CrossFit before? I've watched it on Netflix. I've never seen it in person. Um, what would you, would you ever do CrossFit? Um. As vain as it sounds, I like training for aesthetics. Yeah. Like, I enjoy it because mm-hmm. my category allows me to grow in a way that I can incorporate that strength into it. It's not just aesthetics. Yeah. yeah I feel different. like um, if you enjoy your training and it ties in with aesthetics, that's the best combination Whereas if you're purely training for aesthetics and you hate your training, mm-hmm. you're in the wrong sport or you're in the wrong category. Yeah, but there's no need to shame anyone for training for aesthetics at the end of the day. Like, yeah. because people do say to us, like, it's not really a sport, you're just training to look good. But like, there's so much more to it. Like mentally, I am so much stronger as a person since doing it. And like the reasons for doing it as well, like it doesn't matter what your reasons are at the end of the day, like your reason why could be massive compared to my reason why like I had some spare time. But then it turned into so much yeah. more. Like it literally started off like, oh, well, I've always thought about doing it. I'm just going to try and do it. And then it yeah. like blossomed into actually every day I wake up feeling so much more fulfilled. Like I've got a purpose now. I feel passionate about it now. Like I love it now. Like watched, when I watched your show, I was like, I literally loved watching it 
So I, li- I was like, I love it. And then I watched the show the weekend after. And then I, I'm going to watch the show, um, the one before PCA. I think there's one before PCA. I'm going to watch that yeah. one. So I just love watching it. And I, was, I just love, I'm so glad I did it now. And like my reason why I never started off as this massive thing, yeah. but it, it came to me during. I do, I do love, I love like Strongman. And I love CrossFit. Like, mm-hmm. I enjoy I enjoy watching it because I think, Jesus, that person has so much dedication to it. And I understand yeah. the fascination with CrossFit because it's like, you can, anyone who's good at CrossFit is like, yeah, I'm good at everything. <laughs> yeah. Like, you want me to run 10K? Yeah, cool. It's like, nuts. Do you want me to do a handstand? Yeah, I can. And, and then press up to, in the handstand. <laughs> yeah. Do you, want me to, do you want me to just like do a press up? Yeah, press up handstand. Do you want mm-hmm. me to... You know, burpee swim, all day. Swim however far, and then and then ride my bike and just like bash out triathlon. Yeah, cool. Like, it's yeah. nothing. Do you want me it's, to do a few box jumps? Yeah, it's sound. Like, I like, think they are, crazy. They yeah. are the fittest people, but like mm-hmm. part of bodybuilding in your off season is to get you used to doing fuck all, like cardio wise. So like the sports are so different, but like again for me, like the aesthetics of like Tia Claire to me, she's incredible. She is absolutely unbelievable. Um, and Sarah Sigmund's daughter. I just, I just, I love sport. <laughs> and I can really appreciate it. And I just think, like, no, I don't think any, I, well, yeah, no, I do. I do think my sport is better than everyone else's. Um, <laughs> but I was, I was going to start that and be like, no sport is better than the other. There. and then i was like nah that's a that's a lie <laughs> well if it was like, then you wouldn't be doing your sport you'd be doing the sport that you thought was the best sport so at the end of the day do you know what i mean it's pre- preference yeah i've like i've thought about like oh what would be because obviously people do do like um kira chaston she's incredible she does powerlifting and does bodybuilding mm-hmm. and she's the figure athlete i think she think she dabbled it she might have dabbled in physique that might be a complete lie um mm-hmm. but yeah she's absolutely incredible and she manages to like juggle the two and i know there's a few other people that manage to juggle the two um so they there's a like prime example of like you can do like a strength sport and bodybuilding mm-hmm. that is that is that is a thing um, well, like I don't want people to think like oh, bikini is girls lifting one kg dumbbells. Do you know what I mean? Like it still is a lot about how hard you train. Yeah, a hundred percent. No, I and it is, and it is genetics as well. And it's down, and it's down to like, like you look at the girls that are the top of the top in bikini, and they are literally mini figure girls. Their doubts yeah, they are, are like <laughs> stupid. Mm-hmm. And I think as well, like everyone likes the sport they do, and I think that like at the end of the day, it's up to you what you do, and no one has any right to say like uh, CrossFit is gross. Like, yeah, I don't like CrossFit. That's my opinion. But like, <laughs> Lewis would do CrossFit, and he loves CrossFit, but he wouldn't want to do bodybuilding. But like, I just feel like you just have to support everyone and what they want to do because imagine like I saw this post the other day, and it made me literally be like, oh my god, that's so so sad. It was like imagine being the person that stops someone from doing something that they love just because you gave them like your thought on it, like. And I was just like, wow. Yeah. Because it, it's like, because people say to me, like, people at work, they're like, oh, you're doing bodybuilding. You're going to look good. So if you look so good. And I'm like, but like, imagine if I was a weaker person and just went, oh my God, let it get to me and let them think that, like, convince me that I didn't want to do it. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
then they'd yeah, literally have changed my life. If you put that in a different context and you tell someone that you don't like something about them, yeah. if you were to say to someone, God, I really don't like the fact that you're skinny. <laughs> <laughs> How offensive is that? Like, mm-hmm. you wouldn't... That's why I don't get when people are like, God, you looked so much better when you weren't muscling. Yeah, no, I Like, can not. you imagine telling someone, God, like, you looked... You looked so much better when you were ginger. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, what? Yeah, like, it's just rude, you know, isn't you it? Just, I just feel like if that person, if that person is happy and content in the way that they, in the way that they see themselves, whether that be aesthetically or who they are as a person, literally anything. leave them alone. Literally anything. If they're not hurting anyone, leave them alone. Mm-hmm, 100%. Like, or... At best, enjoy it with them. Yeah, like, don't... If you have a negative opinion, you have a negative opinion, but, like, just keep that to yourself because they haven't asked you for it. If they asked you straight up, like, what do you think of me being a bodybuilder? And they said, oh, I don't really like seeing you like that. Then that's fair enough. Like, you've asked them. But if you don't ask, fucking don't tell me I look better when I was 10 kilos heavier because I think I wasn't happier. So it doesn't matter what you think I look better as. Yeah. Like, like <sighs> I do think... I do think... God, this sounds really, like... This sounds really deep. But I do think I was destined to do some sort of sport yeah at like a serious level i'm not that i'm not there yet but i will be um in your family isn't it it's like natural yeah like my dad was a professional rugby player my mum was a gymnast and a dancer like and until well yeah until they settled down and popped you out yeah (laughs) (laughs) but like do you know what I mean? Like, I was destined to do some sort of sport. I've always played sport. So, mm-hmm. like... But I'm also quite a independent, some might say, well, for want of a better word, selfish person. Mm-hmm. Like, I've I've always been... Not, I was I was good at team sports, as in the sport itself, as in, like, hockey um, and stuff. But, like, when I found athletics, I found athletics and I was like, it's so much it's so much more satisfying when it's just me and i win the medal but medal by myself not being funny i i really i really enjoy the camaraderie of like playing hockey and stuff (laughs) but i'm like i just i would just prefer the trophy to say alex regan was you want to admit i was listening to podcast not podcast audio book by paul moore and he was literally like in it he was like i like to be in the center of attention at school so i made sure that my job or my like career path made me the center of my attention in my job there's nothing wrong with liking being in the center of attention or whatever like just it's literally just a fact like if you liked it at school and then you're in your job where you're not the center of attention you're probably not gonna like the job yeah same with but the like at the, at the at the same time, I think even if like Instagram and that wasn't there, I'd still be just as passionate about mm-hmm. building. I think so too. I, I mean, Instagram helps because it helps fuel your passion in a sense that accountability you can as well. Network, not to brag about how well I'm doing or like look at me and I'm lifting whatever. But, like, I wouldn't know all the bodybuilders no, neither, that I yeah. know now. I wouldn't know the people that I know now to help fuel the fire. So you hear these people that are like, I'd still be just as passionate if I didn't have Instagram. I'm like, yeah, but would you know the people that you know without mm. Instagram? Yeah, no, 100%. Well, I deleted it for a bit and I found it difficult. So I was like, I was thinking about, what? Well, how is everyone else doing that's on prep that's this, like, do they do they want to talk about it? Do they want to, like, try what I mean? 
and I don't yeah, speak about the same way, isn't it? and I don't speak to people um like close to me that don't bodybuild about the problems I'm having because I'm like I feel like I'm annoying them whereas if I speak to like you or people that have been there they understand yeah. so they don't treat me like I'm an idiot for feeling a certain way and it's it's just easier it's so nice to have people like similar and like-minded surrounding you and I think the same with the sport thing. Like, I up in the morning and I'm excited. Like, I'm literally buzzing to do my cardio when I'm buzzing to do my meals and I'm buzzing about it. And it's incredible. I don't feel like... I've never felt like that before until I oh, did this. Read, have you read Ross, Ross Edgley? Oh, I don't think so. Oh, my God, you have to. <laughs> you, you have to. It's so funny. Like will, you hit, So he swam around the UK. Mm-hmm. Um, I've heard of him, but I haven't. Like, I think Paul Moore oh, spoke about him. Oh, brilliant! So basically, he like everything that could have gone wrong just like went wrong. They were like swimming in storms. He had like an infected wound in his neck, <laughs> and like everything that bad happened, he was just like he looked at it and he went, "Yes!" <laughs> and it was like it literally it got me through my prep in October when I was prepped by a different coach and I was doing an hour and a half on the stairs every morning mm-hmm. um and i was like 80 minutes on stairs yes yeah. <laughs> i love it yeah. you know and like it's all about mindset like if it you is, think really about is. like what you're doing like you might you you're gonna find a, a prep hard when you're like getting into the nitty-gritty of it mm-hmm. but when you kind of flip that and you think how many people have sacked off a diet? They said they were starting Monday. It's Tuesday, and they're still they're still like eating shit. They're still saying next you know Monday. I mean? Yeah. So when you put it that way, you're like, "Flip me! I've already accomplished so much, and then it's like I've accomplished so much. Why am I gonna put myself in a detrimental position? Mm-hmm. Like I've made it this far. Like you yeah, know, I." I've come so far. Why am I going to do something to fuck it up now? And also, if you are enjoying it, then that's the key part is like to keep going. But then at the same time, if you're in a prep and you're not enjoying it and it is just about the end and you just want to get on stage, then it's absolutely okay to stop and be like, it just wasn't for me. Like a lot of people, I think, start and like at the, I had a bit of a moment in January, I was like, maybe this isn't for me. And then I got back on track. But like, I was like, I was so embarrassed to have to say that it wasn't for me. But I don't think that should be that bad because at the end of the day, you try things you don't like all the time so it's yeah. absolutely okay for you to try something and it'd be like actually do you know what it's not a failure it's a redirection yeah well like i i dropped out of uni and like at the mm-hmm. time my mum and dad were like this is awful can't believe you dropped out of uni but like i was like nah i listen i've got a game plan like i know what i want to do now mm-hmm. um and they listened and i feel like if you do like for your own sake if you do pull out of something because it's not i don't agree in pulling out of something because you find it difficult no wait there because everything yeah i don't agree with pulling out of stuff for being difficult it's just like because everything's going to be difficult at some point you've just gotta you've just gotta push through and that's what makes people otherwise you won't Nothing worth having is easy getting. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I live by that. Yeah, no, like, exactly. But then make if, sure you are differentiating between difficult and actually really hating it because then it isn't fair. Yeah, there's difficult and then there's a, like affecting Everything, your yeah. mental and physical health. Mm-hmm. Like, 
like dropping out minutes, of uni. 50 minutes on the stairs. Every day isn't, isn't hurting you. Every, yeah, it's not, it's not hurting you. And it's, you got to remember, like, you put yourself in that position. Mm-hmm. You did put yourself in that position. And as easy as it is, it is to get yourself, it's not easy to get yourself in that position, but as easy as it is to put yourself in that position, you can take yourself out. Yeah. You hate it that much. There's no shame in pulling out. No. But do you hate it, or you do you just are you just finding it hard? Yeah, though that's definitely a good a good question. So if you were to wrap up, because I feel like we're probably boarding on like an hour <laughs> with this podcast, because I just forget that we're recording it sometimes because we talk like this normally. But um, yeah, we just do. If you had three pieces of advice to give someone in an off season, what would they be? Um. The mirror is your friend, but it's not everything. Um, so obviously, enjoy your time with friends um, and family, but don't don't be stupid because the more weight you put on, the harder it is to take off. Mm-hmm. Um, realize that your value, yeah. Also realize that your value is not in your in your body fat percentage. Mm-hmm. Um, your value is in the purpose of your off season or improvement season um you know think are you did you come out of that last competition or whatever um what was your feedback and do you want that for yourself if you were told you need to gain some more size on your delts think while you're in the midst of your off season and you have had your off plan meal and you have had a few drinks with friends and you've enjoyed yourself am I going to the gym? Am I still doing what I said that I needed to do in this off season? Just keep asking yourself that. Yeah. And also just like, also just do what you need to do. Like everyone needs a mental escape. Um, not necessarily, well, I mean, not necessarily escape, but everyone needs just time to chill out and just, yeah, just recover. Get, just take that time that you need. If you have had a really stressful prep like I did in the October, um, just take the time, take you time, um, evaluate how you feel about the sport. Um, do you want to go into an off-season or do you just want to like think, nah, this sport's not for me? Because you don't have to. You could come off the back of a show and think, I don't want to do that ever again. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, definitely a change in mindset. I I like to switch mine to a, a physical, a physical goal. Um, you know, like I I said, I want to deadlift one hundred and fifty for reps uh, by December. Um, and here I am putting it into <laughs> into the world. Um, but like, yeah, I just think have these little goals for yourself because it will help you stay focused. Yeah, yeah, and like, don't look at don't look at the scales. Like, mm-hmm. if you can help, wear it, baggy like, clothes you if you are don't like gain it. Well, it's like I said the other day, like I did my offload podcast. I was like, I wear baggy clothes. I feel like I'm bigger than I am. And if you if you're gonna get bigger than you are, like just wear baggy clothes. You haven't got to look at it. Like if you do feel like that's affecting your progress, just cover. Yeah, just up. do what makes you feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. Don't do stress. what makes you the best. Feel the best version of you. So, lifestyle perspective as well. Like obviously, you're not gonna think I've got to be better than I was last year. 
but you've got to remember like you if you're a girl like you want a bigger bum so the off season has to come in otherwise you're not gonna get anywhere because I made the same mistake. Yeah. I was like, calorie deficit, calorie deficit, but I want to grow my bum, so I'm going to hit for us every day and I'm going to be the calorie deficit. And it's going to come. It's going to come. But I think naturally I have a bum anyway. So I was just fooling myself. Um, but it needs to be, you need to be uncomfortable to make progress. That's what they say. Yeah. You can't expect change to come when you're doing the same thing. Same. And avoiding it as well. Like something I heard again in my audiobook, Amazing by Paul Moore. Um, yeah, so it was like, he said, he said if you're avoiding something then what you end up with is instead of being uncomfortable, you end up being comfortable anyway because then you're stuck with the feeling of the fact that you've avoided it and then you just feel guilty and even more shit. So just get on with it in the first place and be uncomfortable for a shorter amount of time then prolonging it and just being struggling with the fact that you avoided it in the first place. Yeah. And also, like, there's just a feeling of dissatisfaction with doing the same thing. It's boring, yeah. Yeah. Unless you're in a prep where you where doing yeah. the same thing is good. Yes, I love it every day. Every day, love it, love it, love it. But yeah, cool. But anyway, thank you for coming on my podcast today, Alex. It was a very oh, it's been good, amazing. Good chat. I've had a great time. Yeah, I'm gonna, gonna edit it now and see how bloody long it is because I feel like it's gonna be like one to have on on a long car journey. Yeah. <laughs> but cool. Thank you very much, and I'll speak to you soon. Yes, speak to you in about five minutes. Yeah. Bye bye. <laughs> Okay, cool. I'm going to edit this podcast and now I've said goodbye to Alex. I've just picked up my microphone because I completely forgot that I was still recording. It was a really weird um, glitch, prep brain memory that I've just completely forgot that I was about to wrap up this podcast and I needed the microphone still. But anyway, I hope you've enjoyed our com- It was supposed to be about off-season and about growing, but I feel like we've accidentally veered off into off-season mindset, kind of um, anything that sort of came out of our mouths, but that's not a great catchy title. But anyway, I hope you've enjoyed it and I'll see you next week when it'll be just me, hopefully not having another offload. Um, I'm a bit more positive. I think I'm going to go with, I'm quite interested in like setting good routines at the moment. So I'm definitely going to post a podcast on that soon. But anyway, I hope you have a lovely Sunday and I'll see you later.